on tonight's Celebrity Apprentice. We went from four to two, and we're sailing right into the finale. It's season 15, episode six, Bon Voyage, coming at you now. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Brooke's the first girl to school on that track. Hello, Afterbuzzers. We're lip syncing for our lives over here for this uh, long episode of The Celebrity Apprentice here over at Afterbuzz TV. And it's only two of us tonight. We're going to give a shout out to Allison. And sitting next to me to join in on all the recapping. Yeah, I'm back with the 808s. Yes. <laughs> it's Christy Olson, everybody. And you guys can always reach me at Christy Reports. Lovely. And you can find me over on Twitter at Grants underscore underscore Rants. And always ranting on my podcast. That's right. Grants Rants Hollywood Talk. But we're going to do some Celebrity Apprentice Talk here. And we're going to get into a lot. Of, a lot. I just have, like, so many notes, kids. Like, a lot to cover. It's a detail-heavy episode, this one. Yes, yes. So we're down to Boy George, Brooke, Matt, and Layla at the top of the show. Brooke's moved over. She's separated from her, her on-screen crush. <laughs> uh, so she's over with Boy George, right? Yeah, yes. well, we thought that this whole uh, Matt Iceman, Brooke Burke thing was one-sided, just coming from Matt. But I right. think tonight we saw a little bit of a spark between the two of them. Yes, they had a moment. Sorry to her, her not-nice husband. I forget his name. Oh, I know. Yeah, who's that? Charvet. Yeah, something Charvet. Charvet, yeah. Yeah, they had a, a little a, a texting uh, moment. Yeah. You know, with personal. emojis. Yes. Mm-hmm. They missed each other. Yeah. It was kind of hot. Yes. <laughs> Let's talk about the honest company, which I know, Chris, do you have some dirt on that we can get into either now or later? But let's talk about the task at first. And All we'll right. Get, then we'll, we'll dig a little deeper into what <laughs> then we're hearing. We'll, we'll get real honest later. Okay. Sounds good. I'm in for that. So, uh, they're, what is this? Um, they're just looking to create demos and uh, with three selected products that they have to choose. Uh, there's hundreds of products, they narrow it down to three, and they have to talk about uh, living a unique and honest lifestyle. They're being judged on creativity, alignment with the brand, and overall execution. So I was like, okay, this is interesting. I don't recall seeing a task with a focus group. Oh, no, you're right. You know, I feel like they've had people there to look at the products and whatever, like we did with the other, the, all the working out stuff, Not, but that was on TV. Mm-hmm. But I feel like we've seen, you know, we've, done, we've seen a lot of projects and there's been a lot of presentations even in the past mm-hmm. uh, i feel like like certain seasons are just so much heavier with other things like, i feel like there's like some seasons that are all videos and then a lot of like a live audience uh and now this one is going to be a, a focus group different yeah and that's a great element i think that it's a little bit more daunting no matter who you are a celebrity or or otherwise to speak to not just the people who are representing the company which is what they usually have to do but just to some regular folks who let's be honest know who they are yeah. and and I think are maybe even quicker to judge, like, oh, boy, George is giving a presentation. What's that going to be like? Yeah. You know or what like, I mean? I don't like Brooks. I'm not going to take this seriously. Right. You're going into a little bit of a bias, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's what the name of the game is. And, um, yeah, so they also want to highlight what makes them a unique and honest lifestyle brand and choice. So there'll be a lot to uh, discuss uh, as this unrolled. Because we're the two teams are here. You've got Boy George leading up one, Layla on the other one. Layla, she's used these products, so it's smart to have her 
Absolutely. Yeah. And I think we've seen in the other tasks when someone says, oh, I know Warren Buffett or, oh, I know all about this, that that definitely does lend an advantage to the team. And I think that's exactly the kind of authenticity that uh, Jessica, who we'll get to, was looking for. (laughs) You know, when someone can says, hey, this is a lifestyle brand that I have really incorporated into my lifestyle. I mean, who can argue with that? Mm -hmm. And she's smart. She's saying, look, I was going to take this anyway. I was going to be the project manager. I'm a fighter. She used the, the the buzzwords that he wanted to hear her say. <laughs> so she was smart to do that. I, uh, I really, I've come to really respect her and like her. She went a little low in the boardroom, which we'll talk about. Mm-hmm. But Yes, I was very surprised mm-hmm. by some of the words she used tonight in the boardroom. But before that, yeah, it has really been... Um, a, a strong figure and someone who, you know, her and Lisa Leslie kind of got into it a little mm. bit here and there, another strong female. Yeah. But Layla's just one who just doesn't take any crap. She's right. not going to get involved in it, and it's bode well for her, obviously. Yes. Well, the start of the task, Boyd George has already seen if he could incorporate a song or singing into this uh, task for the, the Honest Beauty product or the Honest Products in general. Uh, and um, he talked about his uh, practice of nutrient Buddhism, which I think is very interesting. I've chanted a little bit in my life. Yeah. And it's, it is very life-changing, especially I feel like for uh, someone who's a, of a sober mindset mm-hmm. and practicing a sober lifestyle, I think it's a great thing. I mean, it's all very positive. Like you said, he prays for the, the human beings and, and clarity and all of that. Yeah, and I don't know a whole lot about it, to be honest with you, but I know that you've been practicing a little bit more meditation and stuff, so is that what the chanting goes along with? Is that the idea? Yeah, I mean, I'll meditate with mantras, but you can't, it's a direct Buddhism practice to be able to chant, and and you chant exactly what he's chanting, his was a little longer, Mm -hmm. but the most basic is, no, that's a different one, that's another thing I've chanted in the past, I believe, (laughs) but yeah, I can't recall what his one was. Exactly. But when I heard it, I knew it. And it's just, it's a great practice. And I thought that it was going to be interesting to see how he would integrate this in the task. Brooke, though, was not about it. She wasn't on board right away. No, and you know, this wasn't something that George was trying to, like, push down anyone's throat. It wasn't like, oh, this goes great with my with my religious practice and I want to make sure I get that out there and talk about that and make it about that. This just seemed genuine for him to kind of go this route and say, Hey, this is how these would fit into my daily life. Mm -hmm. I guess we shouldn't be surprised that maybe this is something that's outside of Burke's realm. You know, she's a mom. She is fairly down to earth. I, I guess yeah. I guess I could see how it wasn't her thing, but yeah. I would have liked her to be a little more open to it. Right. It's very L.A. Like, even how I was introduced, it's like a girl of Lori Marlowe, my, one of my favorites on my podcast. Right. Uh, she is very, like, very in touch with the world and everything. But you have to really kind of go there and put yourself in that mindset of being so open-minded to what it is all about. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if, you're, if it's just not something you practice, it is very foreign to a lot of people. So I get it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the thing that I will say that I I thought Boy George could have potentially missed the mark on was he let Brooke take control of choosing what products they were going to highlight. And it's like we saw that she didn't make the smartest choice, even though she did win, right? Mm -hmm. That that working out Gold's Gym, whatever the hell it was. (laughs) But I'm like, I'd still be like, you know, if I especially as the project manager, I'd be the one deciding what products are going to be at the focal point of our whole 
pr- Absolutely, presentation. because you know, Grant, not all products are created equally, and no. not all ingredients are created equal as well. We bring all of our programming right here to you from AfterBuzz TV for free, and I want to tell you a little bit about uh, one of our sponsors, Blue Apron. They are the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. Their mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone. That means you and me. I'm a terrible cook, so I cannot wait to learn about mm-hmm. this. Blue Apron achieves this by supporting a more sustainable food system, setting the highest standards for ingredients, and building a community of home chefs. That That's sounds great. really fun. Let's talk yeah. about the impact on the community. Blue Apron can be delivered to 99% of the continental U.S., That's everybody out there. Hey, guys, if you've got Wi-Fi, you can get Blue Apron. They've established partnerships with over 150 local farms. So if you're a local vore, this is one for you. But you don't have to be. The impact on households includes cooking together. It's so much fun to get together and everybody um, kind of contributes. Right, grabs a couple ingredients. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, group activity, smart, social. Yeah, makes it a lot of fun. You're not spending a lot of money at restaurants. There are some really, really... Really yummy sounding featured meals, cashew chicken stir fry with tango mandarins and jasmine mm. rice. Oh, jasmine that rice. That sounds good. A little too fancy for me. I'm such a basic person. Oh, no, it comes Grant. To How about some good. udon noodle soup with miso and soft boiled eggs? Sounds like an adventure to me. These are things that everybody can whip up. It's affordable. There's a huge variety. No matter what you like, it's flexible. You can customize your recipes each week based on your preferences. It's easy. It's easy. Don't worry about these things sounding fancy. Each meal comes with step-by-step, easy-to-follow recipe card and pre-portioned ingredients. No measuring. Forget the numbers. Yay! How much easier (laughs) can you get? Right? Right? So check out this week's menu and get your first three meals for free with free shipping this is this is so awesome you have to go to blueapron.com slash buzz and we're offering that promotion for you you'll love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with blue apron so don't wait that is blueapron.com slash buzz blue apron a better way to cook so go there and get your first three meals for free with free shipping I'm already yeah. there. You know, I will say, since we started talking about Blue Apron here at AfterBuzz, I've seen the boxes so much more often, especially in my lobby where I live. So people are really, people are really engaging and using it. I mean, it must be, you know a great thing for people to They're go going for it. for it. And yeah. actually right here at After Buzz we get some of the boxes and I've seen Brie cooking in the kitchen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it always looks and smells so good. So oh, like I go. said, I'm not a cook either but I'm going to go ahead and try this. So thank you, yes. Blue Apron. Yes, thank you. Thank you for that lovely read. Bye, Very well welcome. done. <laughs> so Boy Georgia, uh, he chooses or, or Brooke, between the two of them, they choose hand sanitizer, odd choice, stain remover, and glass cleaner. And, um, yeah, then it goes into this whole business. Ah, those are the mom picks. Yes. This is, this is Brooke. She's cleaning those fingerprints off the, right. off the glass and stain removing. I mean, mm. I was not at all surprised right. that she chose those. Hand sanitizer, though, to, to demonstrate isn't exactly the most, thr- I mean, it evaporates. You know what I mean? It's mm. not the most thrilling thing to show. So we didn't actually even see that. That's a good point. That's a mm. good point. Because what would yeah. have they done with it anyway? What do you, oh, what do you mean? I mean, what, what how, like you're saying, how would have they demonstrated oh, in a way that would have been right. entertained, that we would have needed right. to see? Yeah, hand sanitizer is so mainstream now. I mean, I feel like every girl has it in their purse. I always ask, like, before I go to the bathroom, I'm like, do you have any? <laughs> like, you know, it's just like, you put it on, you don't even think about it, it evaporates, it's done. It's mm-hmm. not as uh, novel as it was when they put the beads in it. Remember, you know what I mean? So I'm like, right. okay, it's kind of like, 
I would like to see a little bit more. I guess they used it because it was non-toxic. I guess that was why they played that up. Who knows? Uh, now, there was all this business about Brooke and Boy George going back and forth about being your bossy and you're unorganized and all this. Like, I don't know. To me, it came from Brooke. She was really quick to let people know when they came in to visit that he was like, spacing out yeah and that's what started all of this and mm-hmm. i just don't it didn't seem necessary no in that moment and i i get that she's frustrated i get that she's she is very detail oriented and maybe it wasn't pleasant for her to have to deal with him but he's the project manager and right. he sets the tone and if you don't think he's detail oriented enough then you make sure you take care of the details and don't worry about it she hasn't been a player who's done a whole lot of throwing others under the bus. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't sure why she chose that moment right. to, to kind of out him in that way. Yeah, and I, I even wrote it. I said, is Brooke a floater at this point? Because I just mm-hmm. feel like, where are we with her? Mm-hmm. Uh, we're later reminded of her record, which is a good thing. But I was kind of like, you know, really, like, just, he's the project manager. Like, he, you should... Just go for it and not take time to have infighting when there's so much for two people to do. Exactly. Sit down. So uh, <laughs> the presentation, there was no rehearsal. Of course, Brooke had a moment and she was upset that they couldn't rehearse. Um, but look, she's going to follow the leader in that sense. But it really all came together. The, um, the, the Buddhism references, the mirror that he brought in, the meaning behind the chant. And um, and then Brooke even went and discussed the instructions on what is said on how to use the products. I thought it was good. However, they had a, a seating, uh, a seated, excuse me, a seated uh, focus group. So it was kind of a more like them putting on a show. And that it was just a different type of uh, presentation. Yeah, this is what I was saying before. That must have been daunting to get up and stand up in front of these people who are there. They've been told, you know, oh, this is Celebrity Apprentice and who's going to come out? Yeah. And you may be a big fan. And for someone like Boy George, who I'm sure is uh, extremely comfortable getting up in front of any crowd and singing a song, he was equally as comfortable getting up and giving this presentation. Yeah. And that was really great to see. And also it kind of made me realize, oh, he was comfortable enough that he didn't feel he needed to rehearse because what he was saying was coming from the heart. I thought about last week when they tried to pass him off as this sort of uh, weight loss story and that didn't really come across. True, But in this, in tonight, we could see that this is genuine. This is something that he really felt passionate about. And so when he made it about his religion, it just just made sense and it just worked. Yeah, I agree. It just came together in, Mm -hmm. in general and I thought it was a really good one. But totally Totally different. Uh, the other, the other team. Uh, we'll just go over their their products were what, multi-surface cleaner, organic healing balm, and, and dish soap. And um, Jessica told them that the more personal they make it, the better. But this is why I get confused because we saw Jessica meet with Layla's team or mm-hmm. to Arte, and then but we only saw Patrick meet with boy george's team so i'm assuming they're both going different places because if one person has the actual like in this case jessica the owner of the company or wherever come in they get an advantage because they're in that person's head versus an advisor who can just say oh this is a good idea or i wouldn't go here you know what i mean that's a good point and i don't know if you remember last week we were kind of speculating on oh the teams haven't changed their direction after hearing from the lead of the company and we thought that that was odd so i'm wondering if there's some way where yes we're going to send in either jessica or patrick you can't change what you have planned after hearing their feedback because only one team is going to get access to jessica 
Jessica, and only one team's going to get access to Patrick. So that would make that make a little bit more sense, but you're right. That does seem to be kind of a big disadvantage. Right. I have to believe that it would be balanced. It's a a game, so I would hope that they'd have equal, uh, you know, Equal C's candy locations? Wow. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) No, they did not have that. Um, So uh, there was, of course, Matt was stressed about the script versus the pamphlet that Layla was focused on. But we never even saw these pamphlets, so that was such a moot point. Nothing happened. So the presentation came and went. (laughs) And Layla, um, she did mention, and this is a comment that we've talked about on other shows, that she found Matt, she could be too hosty. I know that's a term that you don't Ah, enjoy. No, but we (laughs) love, okay, we are usually the ones who are trying to, who bring that word up and then we have to explain what being too hosty means. But to hear someone else say it, I was like, ah. Yeah. But Matt does, look, he does channel a little bit of that, like, oxyclean and all that, you know what I mean? Like, he does channel, like, that, like, pitchman, you know what yes. I mean? It is what it is. Yeah. And that's G- his game style. Show. I yeah. mean, that's what he does. That's his style. And, you know, being, I guess, being a comedian, that would kind of just Im- come into you, you know, you're used to being on a stage and having to sell jokes, you know what I mean? Yeah. I guess that's just, like, part you of know, it. You know, we've seen, now that I think about it, I mean, we've seen... Boy George try to sing in every in every task, and remember Carney grabbed the mic and belted oh, out. Oh, it's like yes. everyone playing up to their strengths so much. This is the first time that we've seen Matt be too TV hosty. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think that's interesting. He usually is very genuine and very relatable. And when I hear the word hosty, I mean it's that's a bad word right, in our yeah. biz. And when I hear that, I he's not what would come to mind. Right. So I understood what she was saying yeah. in in this mm-hmm. instance, but I I don't yeah. think he's too hosty in general. Right, like I'm thinking <laughs> back to him with the Harry Potter uh, presentation. I mean, that was a little over the top, but that's what they loved. That, that was a different... It's hard to compare the two because that was just a total different feel and different task and format in general. But yeah, I'm trying to think back of him being too over the top. I don't know, maybe back in the earlier episodes. Well, I, with I Balmer, I suppose, the oh, well, imitating yeah. Balmer in the last one. But yeah, oh, no, yeah I, I mean, forgot he's, about that one. Yeah. He's, he's, he's made pretty good decisions right. thus yes. far. <laughs> so in the presentation, Layla highlighted her favorite products, and uh, you know they played up being fans of using these products. And I thought Matt was pretty clear with showing the, the way the product worked with the high chair and how he would use it on you know a grill, and then it would be versatile enough and safe enough to use with, where a baby would be. Both of these were very unique, and this this came up in the boardroom. They even they, they even um, Jessica said it. You know, I thought they both were two different takes on the same thing. Mm-hmm. When when you have mm-hmm. such wildly different personalities, mm-hmm. I guess that's what you get. Yes. <laughs> so, what do we want to say about Jessica Alba? What's going on? Well, I don't. Let's um, take a look. Now, I've never met Jessica. And most of the celebrities that I, I don't care for, I don't care for because I met them and they weren't nice. <laughs> but I just sense from her that that maybe she, you know what? Let's not talk about her personally. Let's just talk about the Honest Company. How about that? Yes. Let's so one point seven billion dollar company that has been marred over the last six years by lawsuits over ingredients. There have been claims that some of the products were falsely labeled as organic. In 2015, there was a five million dollar class action lawsuit regarding the sunscreen alleging that the sunscreen caused burns and skin irritation and that it just didn't work to block out sun rays. And just last week, just last week, the Honest Company's baby powder was recalled for causing skin irritation. And there are many of these instances, if you look this up online, so... 
I don't know how common that is with these companies, if they're just being held to a, a much higher standard or that her company has garnered more attention because of who she is. Mm-hmm. But she also gave an interview, uh, maybe about a, in the last year or so, uh, a magazine interview, where she talked about running her company and, and talked about making people cry and that she doesn't care if she makes people cry. Oh, I remember hearing about I think Wendy Williams talked about this. Yeah. Yes, it just sounds like she's not at all concerned about spreading what you think would be the positivity of a lifestyle brand that's good for people and good for the environment. She Mm. doesn't represent that to me and her personality, and it doesn't sound like she represents that in the way that she runs this business. And we can see that evidenced in these lawsuits and these claims from people who have used the products Mm. and claim that the products are Mm. not what they say they are. So, um, interesting analysis. And you know, yeah. it would not kill her to smile once in a while. Yeah, her Come body, on, girl. her body language. Not to make a person, not to make anything personal, but her body language in this. Uh, I don't know, she just was not engaged. It seemed like she was very closed off. Maybe she was nervous to be around the cameras. I doubt that because yeah. she's been in front of them a lot mm-hmm. but it was yeah there was a disconnect there i feel like her versus someone like steve or warren who just embraced the show exactly. and was just so open and was like excited that they're on the show and that their brand is being front and center and these celebrities are backing them this one seemed to almost kind of feel like she was walking into like a pitch meeting where you kind of don't really want to be bothered mm-hmm. that's what i got from her and come on you're rich you are filthy rich you are mm. wildly famous you are gorgeous you have a beautiful, healthy family. Mm. What is there not to smile about? That's just, yeah. that's that I've never understood about her. Like, you can get the whole don't call me Latina thing and people get on that and that whole thing with Prez Hilton. I get that too. But mm-hmm. just, just smile. Just, like, yeah. just a little bit. Just <laughs> once. I just once. Yes. Yeah, I was a little uh, wet blanket, to say the least. Yeah. And even during the presentations, which I'd be like, you know, you should be so into this. You should be, you know, these people are really only making your product look great and sound great and look wonderful. And they're they're here doing this for you, really. Yeah, <laughs> and, and if your company has had these problems, then go in there, be enthusiastic, uh, show that you care and are passionate about delivering yeah. these products that are safe for people and their families and their children. And I just, I did not get any of that warmth from her. Right, totally agree. Yeah. Well, uh, the, in the boardroom, there was a back and forth. Brooke was very shady. She said, Oh, well, there's lack, so much lack of project management. And if you were to ask me the day before, I would let you know. But it all came together. And I was like, Oh, really? So you planted the seeds to say, Here is where everything went wrong, but oh, but it's all good. But is it though? She has been so good. I feel like I say this every week. Mm-hmm. CY, she is Miss CYA. Yeah. She has got her butt covered from day one, from task one. It seems like her entire thought process has been, what happens? What am I going to say when I get in the boardroom? How am I going to make sure I don't get blamed for this? Who am I going to point the finger at for this? I mean, she has played the game well for mm-hmm. someone who doesn't seem to be you know, conniving and manipulative. She has played this game. Yeah, she has. Yeah, I I just definitely feel like it's she's kind of finished her time though at this point. Yeah. At this point, I'm like, okay, I'm so you know good for her, but whatever. Um, you know, I mean, like uh, we'll get more into that later. So here are the positives and negatives. Arte, they liked the the concise presentation. Um, they liked the um, 
what the hell is this? Uh, I don't remember. Tan- there was a tangible takeaway, and they liked the values. That was what I was going to say. They mm-hmm. liked the, uh, the they hit all the values. And the negative was uh, that there was not as much creativity as she had liked, and it felt uh, like, um, what should she say, um, like, inf- like an infomercial and uh, like a methodological. That's what she said. Yeah. yeah. So she was referring to, or they assumed she was referring to Matt. Right. Yes. Right. And then the other side, Prima had a positive with their song and dance. They like the energy, the show and tell aspect, and they wanted more, a more tangible takeaway from that. And they, you know, to show that there were other parts to their brand as well that were not What, like a gift bag? I yeah. thought everybody got a gift bag. <laughs> so Prima won, but I'm surprised in this because I thought Layla should have won because Layla on Arte had all those people on their feet in the kitchen, like it was their personal kitchen, mm-hmm. and she was unscrewing and having them sniff and use the product and hold it up to them and was really interacting with them, not just speaking at them. Right. You know, it was very interactive. So I, I thought that Layla should have won, and she probably would agree with me because she was pretty pissed. Well, uh. I definitely agree that she she brought it. Just mm-hmm. in the sense of the phrase, she brought it. And again, that's what I would have wanted from Jessica. Like Layla mm-hmm. saying, I really use these products. I really believe in this with that warmth, with that relatability. Like mm-hmm. you, you could kind of look in her eyes and go, oh, you really, you really believe that this is a good product and you really want me to use this because you think it'll be great. Right. And that's, that's believability. And mm-hmm. that's important too. Yeah. In the boardroom, Layla goes in right away swinging at Matt pretty much. And, of course, they do the whole who should be fired and all of that. And she said, well, look, I, my record speaks for itself. But when it comes to working with him in this task, I had to deal with what I've got. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ooh, that's a, that's a slam right there. And, um, and Matt uh, owns that he wasn't exactly completely authentic in the presentation, mm-hmm. but he also pushed that he was responsible for the creative ideas that they loved. He played this very smart. Yes, well, and as far as Layla goes, it wasn't just Matt that she threw under the bus. She talked about losing with the ladies for the first several tasks, and she called them losers. She called the other ladies losers (laughs) in a very collective, very uh, judgy, negative way that I didn't appreciate and that I was surprised to hear from Layla Ali. Right. Come on. If Mm -hmm. anyone um, is a strong female figure who can lift up other women, it's Layla Ali. And I I did not care for those comments at all. I didn't think it was necessary to go there. Mm -hmm. Um, Really, she was just kind of, I think, reminding everyone that she was part of a team that lost so much and that she wasn't able to pull them out of that sooner Mm -hmm. on her own. So that, I I really, really, really didn't like that. I thought that showed a side of her that it kind of made me think of, too, when she was sitting, when they were taking her to task about being sick. And she kind of just sat there sort of pouty and didn't say anything. And I thought, you know, she's, she's shown a couple different sides of her. And this is almost a side that's like, bratty heiress grew up Mm. rich and famous and i don't care what anyone else thinks you're all losers i'm the best and i and this is the only instance we've seen that from her and so that's just why i found it to be so Mm -hmm. shocking because she seems like a down-to-earth person in every other episode that we've seen right i think she just got carried away in this moment with wanting to be the fighter that arnold's wants her to be that saved her last time and I feel like she wanted to use certain words and be aggressive Mm -hmm. and she was playing up to Arnold's uh, you know, throwing out a title like losers and things like that. I feel like she was playing into him a little bit but it 
didn't work like it, it wasn't appropriate mm-hmm. you know and, and ultimately she was the one to go to go mm-hmm. and that was shocking to me although i thought that matt should have stayed over her i would have put money on the fact that arnold would have kept her over over yeah. matt well it wasn't until matt talked about having the best record in the game and i said well if, if we're looking at that it's hard to argue mm-hmm. it you is know? and he has been valuable in every single task as the project manager as just part of the team he's yeah. been i think would we call him our dark horse yeah someone who we, he would never have yeah. been on our radar from episode one, but man, he has really proven himself to be a well-rounded guy. Yes, absolutely. Good for him. So at this point, they're all uh, they're all having to be pulled back uh, for the second time, and they go through the records of all of who's left. So it's Brooke, Matt, and Boy George. Brooke, uh, she has really, she's her argument was that she's come through despite all of the losses and she's found her way. And Matt has talks about how he worked so hard to be taken seriously that many people probably didn't know him up to this point and he's really made a name for himself, which we, we've just praised him here. And uh, Boy George says that he liked that he represented a different group of people and he really loved the experience. I mean, he did have fun, you know, for what we've seen, so... He definitely did, although he seems like the kind of guy who never doesn't have fun. True. Right? Yeah, I mean, well, I guess when you're boy George, what are the stakes, you know? like True. You know, like, you're already well-known, you've got money, you're on a game show, like, on a reality show, you know? I mean... Get the opportunity to raise some money for charity and do it on TV, eh, just a bonus. Exactly, yes. And so Arnold, he, you know, he did the old Trump thing where they would go in and they do the wind up, you know, oh, you're a great person. I have so much respect for you. Now get out. <laughs> and so, you know, he went down the line. But we thought, not enough to keep you. Right. We thought it was going to be Matt because he was playing up to Matt. Like, oh, mm-hmm. you're so great. You've done such a good job. But no, Matt Even was Even when Matt said something like, oh, why are you saying that Looking to me? And he me. was like, oh, well, I'll tell you. I was like, oh, and you just, so Matt's gone and you spoiled it. Ah. I know. But no, it was good. Uh, then he mentioned that Boy George was in and out of it. And I was like, oh, is that a slam because Boy George missed a week because he had an obligation? Oh, that was so long ago. I would yeah, have forgotten about but, it entirely. Yeah, but I think it was just he was in and out of the tasks. But I think Boy would probably say he did a good job overall. And, like, I don't think he was at no point did I think he lost his mojo. Like, with Carson, no. who I love, Carson did lose his mojo twice. You know, so I, I can understand that and if it was reversed. Yeah, and I think maybe where Arnold was coming from that is he was thinking of the few instances where Boy George was maybe a little bit detrimental to the task as opposed to being helpful. Like when he pitched a little bit of a fit when they were doing the commercials, remember the football thing? And so I wonder if that's what Arnold was referring oh, to. Okay. Like you've you've been great and then you've had some not so great moments as well. Yeah, well, he's he's a diva, so. Absolutely, know, that's why we is. love him. Yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> and then uh, Brooke, he said, you know, Brooke, you had such a great comeback, um, but, you know, it's time to go. And it made sense. I mean, when they sat down, I think anyone would know who was going to be continuing on. And and everyone, I will say, I didn't expect this, and I mentioned this earlier, but they all have the same record. They all got 100K for the charity, and they all won two tasks. What a coincidence. Yeah. That's just weird. Yeah, So because I was like, this, that goes back to when I said, is Brooke a floater? But not really. If she's sitting there next to them, and we're praising Matt's game, and we're praising Boy George's game. So we got to look at Brooke's game, too. And I know you gave her the credit earlier, and so I, even I will tip my hat to you, Brooke. Why not? <laughs> even though you need to have a conversation with your husband. Yeah. 
let's still hope that that happens. But yes. either way, like you say, raising a hundred thousand dollars for a charity yeah. of your choice—that has to, these guys are all well accomplished. But that has to write right up there, especially for someone like Brooke Burke. Yeah. Oh yes, I would say so. Uh, so yeah, so it's Matt versus Boy George, and we're kicking off the second task. Now, of course, this task is going to run over into the finale next week, and we want to get Allison's POV. So we'll just talk about the new teams that were what we're working with and yeah. the task at hand, and then we'll get into all the drama because there was a lot up until the very end. So there's lots to discuss. In fact, it was very true to form. I feel like on the finale, the episode right before the finale. Something always, there's always like a loose end that goes haywire, you mm-hmm. know? And then they like have that, that cold sound that they use, like, <laughs> and then it's like, oh my God, is it going to work out? Have they lost control? Are they going to get another keyboardist? But, you know, right. we know that as soon as that show comes back, some other guy with a, with, will tickle the ivories in two minutes. <laughs> we, so. but we love those behind the scenes, real moments with the producers. And you always, I love how you always say like, oh, they do that on purpose, like not have Having it on camera right there in front of everyone, like go in the door with it closed and have the caption just to make it more dramatic. Oh, I love like, it. Yeah. yeah. I can only hope it was like that for a purpose. Yeah, for a purpose. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the overall carnival. Well, Arnold Donald made an appearance. The, the CEO of Carnival. Um, what a what a uh, squish name they they call them. You know. Right. Uh, a little bit of but a throwback. But he seemed to be reveling in it. Yes. Yeah. It's interesting that there's been no Donald shade or jokes. At this point, he was just running. Like, he was just another candidate. Like, mm-hmm. it, wasn't, it wasn't serious. We certainly were nowhere near signing the executive orders. So it's interesting that there's been no jokes. Even someone like John Lovitz. I mean, where was he with these one these one-liners, you know? Well, I have a little tidbit on that. So stay tuned for news Ooh, and gossip. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we've got a, a couple minutes left to do that. So we'll get to that for sure and uh the the whole thing is to share a vacation that uh is a value of cruise show the value of cruising Mm -hmm. family vacation and value of cruising so this is an ad campaign you're hosting a party and a 15 minute variety show fun tyra banks is on the scene what do we make of her i like her i like having her on I wasn't too sure about the capris oh. or whatever those were. <laughs> the look. You're going um, for the look. But, you know, she's a brave lady stylistically and in her business yes. endeavors, so I can respect that. It was cool to kind of have it come full circle. I mm. imagine we didn't see a whole lot of her tonight, but um, yeah. I like the idea that she's someone who came in at the beginning and now she can maybe give yes. us some insight as to, oh, um, these people have grown or, mm-hmm. you know, so-and-so is doing much better or I... I can't right. wait to hear who she would have thought right. would have been in the finals, and I'm sure we'll get there. Right. So, yeah, it was cool to bring her back around full yeah. circle. I will say I think the nautical look was inspiring her to That's wear the, 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 the capris or whatever they yeah. are. Yeah. Because they knew. Even though you could tell like, Carson was dressed for a boat. Like You could tell. like They knew. So and Not the main not the main two, because they claimed to have no idea they were going on a boat. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, so um, the... So uh, the ad campaign has to highlight all four cruise lines underneath Carnival, Mm -hmm. underneath the umbrella of Carnival. But the party and the variety show will only promote two of those lines, which they would have to select and give reasons behind that. Mm -hmm. And so they're being judged on overall brand integration, creativity, guest experience, and the amount of money they raise from the tickets to attend this variety show. So this is a little bit of everything. Yeah, and let me tell you, I am amped about this variety show. 
When yeah. they said that, I was like, yes, this is, and Boy George gets on the phone and starts calling his friends. It's like, yeah. that is the spirit of the Celebrity Apprentice, getting mm-hmm. everyone on board, and now we've got the fundraising element as well. This is what I wanted a little bit more of, I think, throughout the yeah. season. And now we're going to finally get it all at once, I guess, which is, you know, right. I'll take it. Yeah, I do agree. I think it's nice to have them on for a little, like, the other people who aren't on there to be backbiting and trying to throw each other to the bus. They're just they're just filling out, doing a task, and you're seeing them do it to their full potential because they're, they want to support the project manager. So it switches with that. And it's interesting to see what these celebrities have been sitting on money-wise, contact-wise, and see who they're going to pull in, how mm-hmm. much they really believe in who they're working for, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So we'll, we'll talk about the teams. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Because I would have loved a big old scene where they line everybody up, like elementary school, oh, you want and the captains pay. go, I want you, I want you, and someone's standing there all sad and unpicked. Like, you know that would be Lisa Leslie. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. I mean, this is reality TV. That sounds a little harsh but that's what yeah, i wanted to yeah. see <laughs> yeah only in celebrity apprentice world would the olympian be left <laughs> i mean this is not really happening but yes i just feel like it was interesting that they didn't put her on either team i, I wonder why maybe she was like done with it it could be a scheduling thing although um, i would imagine that they were all contracted to be there right. through this designated period of time or or whatever it is so yeah. i i would love to know how that all came about right yes Matt has Carney, who I wanted to see more of. I said this the first day when she was eliminated in the first episode. Like, I want to see more of her. Uh, Carrie is on the show, right? That's her name? Yeah, you got... And when she you pulled up her name right away from the top of your head, I was like, yes. Yes, she was on a radio show. Grant's got her down yeah. now. Yes, she was on the <laughs> Frosty, Heidi, and Frank radio show and talking about she might be back on. Like, we all know you're going to be on. And then Kyle, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, is back. Who never misses a chance to be on TV, whether it's good for her family or not. Yes. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Tune into the Beverly Hills Housewives show tomorrow at 8 p.m. Yes. Well, that's, yeah. I, I <laughs> For just, more on that. I just want a Kathy Hilton drop in, so I'm kind of happy that she's on. Hopefully Kathy will fe- feel the, the need to attend this variety show. I just want a, a quick chyron of her name, just to see. I want to see what she's going to give, mainly. Anyway, oh, yes. Yes. And then Boy George, he's got a fun team. I don't know how these people are going to get any work done. Carson, <laughs> Portia, and Layla. And I'm curious to see how Layla's going to perform now that the pressure is off her. Is she going to be fun? Is she going to feed off that energy? Is she going to be the rock for him? Like, we didn't see too, too much of her in this No, episode, but you know, she was part. whipping it off. She busted out the bikini. She looked so good. She looked phenomenal. I'm Excellent. thinking we, we might get, like, fun, super fun Layla now. Yeah, you I know, so. if she wasn't doing this, she'd be at home with the kids and, and working hard and training and everything. So if she can now look at this as maybe a few-day vacation, we might see a, a different Layla than we haven't seen. Yeah. So with that, we're going to continue the analysis and everything that's led up to where we left off, really, with uh, the the keyboardist and and, and Matt uh, struggling to find the right photos for the pamphlets. So we will get into all those details when Allison Dean rejoins us next week, and we will cover the full finale and the full challenge. Why not? As opposed to breaking it up, you know? That way we can really examine it closely. And with that, let's take a look at some more news and gossip on the other side of the table. We were wondering earlier why there wasn't a lot of mention of Donald Trump. And Carson Kressley Mm. gave an interview this week where he just makes it sound like Donald Trump was not on anyone's mind. He said the cast was Mm. under the impression that Donald Trump was not involved in the show in any way. So they were all very surprised when three weeks before the show 
show aired, Donald Trump was asking to have his name put back on as an executive producer. So that definitely shines a light on what went down from that regard. Right. Well, you know, you can't complain about ratings when you've got a low approval rating and you put your name on a show that people don't want to watch now you know collect your paycheck off air because it it, i'm sure it maybe not majorly but i'm sure his involvement did damage it for some people i know people who've watched every season Mm -hmm. and they were tweeting and saying i'm glad to see that the ratings are low because it shows this i don't know what if if it all connects the dots Mm -hmm. but i'm sure it didn't help things I believe you're correct. When I first started doing my news and gossip research in the first episode of this show, everything that popped up was don't watch Celebrity Apprentice, don't support Celebrity Apprentice, don't wa- you know, don't yeah. put your put your money where your mouth is and don't watch. And I and I was surprised by that. Yeah. But apparently some people did heed the warning and one Donald Trump did take notice. So at the mm. National Prayer Breakfast, which sounds like it should be a nice, kindly affair. Yeah, important uh, he kind of went in. Yeah, yeah, but he just chose this moment to go in on Arnold Schwarzenegger and the ratings of The Celebrity Apprentice saying, the ratings went right down the tubes. It's been a disaster. I just want to pray for Arnold for those ratings. Mm. So that's what the President of the United States would like right. us all to pray for, and that is the ratings. If Arnold, only that oh, was sorry. the biggest problem. You know, if only that was what we were really worried about. But uh, how about Arnold's response to that? That's That's right. Arnold said, hey, Donald, I have a great idea. Why don't we switch jobs? You take over TV because you're such an expert in ratings, and I'll take over your job so that people can finally sleep comfortably Uh again. I mean, listen, the the go-between between between Arnold and Donald has been kind of the greatest thing to come out of both The Celebrity Apprentice and the first few weeks of Donald Trump's (laughs) presidency. I like it, yes. I like that Arnold was so quick with the shade, too. I mean, that went up within the hour of him saying that. And it was early out here on the west coast so he was up and watching and ready to go <laughs> right someone i don't know who, the maid who did he sleep with the maid he had the kid oh yes it she, was maybe she was there with the iphone i don't know but um <laughs> who knows I, I i enjoyed it i love i love older men throwing shade just not my president throwing shade you know i feel like there's a lot going on you know to say the least i can't appreciate when grown men act like little girls <laughs> mm-hmm, that's mild it's pretty entertaining yeah yeah but let's keep things in perspective you know? <laughs> well, that has that has been your The Celebrity Apprentice News of the Week. Well, thank you very much. All right. Well, we can do a, a quick prediction as we say where our titles are. Oh, yeah. Where are, where are predictions. Everybody, let's Sorry. see. Oh, I was going to give you the whole spiel. I'll give you my prediction first. I'm going to say, oh, man. All this watching tonight, mm. I wasn't even thinking about who's actually going to win. True. Right? I'm going to go with... Boy George, mm-hmm. but I, I man, it's going to be close. That's that's it's my prediction. Is it's going to be so freaking close? Well, they're judged on so many things, four different things here. So you know, I'm, Boy George is going to be hard to beat when it comes to the present, like the charity event, the creativity, the, yes, this variety the song, show. Yes. So, but then Matt could also kill it with the brands, mm-hmm. highlighting all the brands. That's going to be very important to the CEO. So it'll be interesting, especially to see who's going to raise a big amount of money. So it could be, it could be either or. I mean, I worry about Matt with the raising. But, He's, you know. He said before that that would be his weak point. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we shall see. I I am with you though on Boy George, but only because not only because, but I think Carson will have a lot to do with his win because Carson is very smart and creative and organized, and I think he's going to really 
bring Boy George in. That's a dream team, dude. Yeah. That so. is the dream team. Yeah. And, you know, it'll be light and fun, so because you've got Porsche there to yeah. hang out. And, and so, yeah, it's a good one. So with that, we'll be back next week to recap the full final task. Absolutely. And we will bid adieu, a bon voyage, if you will, yes. to the Celebrity Apprentice for this season anyway. Christy, where can we find you, and what would you like to promote? Well, everybody, I would love it if you would hit me up at Christy Reports, and please also check out youtube.com slash Christy Reports for some fun celeb interviews. And yeah, we're going to be here for The Real Housewives tomorrow night. Make sure you tune into that as well. Yes, and you guys can find me, as always, over on Twitter at Grants underscore underscore Rants. And please check out my podcast. We're going to be celebrating 50 episodes wow. next week. But we have a great episode coming out with AfterBuzz TV alum Kylie Hodges. You want to check that out it's grants rants hollywood talk that'll do it for us here at after buzz tv we'll be back with the finale of the new celebrity apprentice from executive producers maria menounos kevin undergaro phil svitek and the entire after buzz tv staff we would like to thank you for listening to the after buzz tv network to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 